Welcome to another episode of Pels and Whistles. Uh, since we last spoke, the Pelicans have played like four games, so let's get into it. I was out of town, so I wasn't able to be, you know, recording the podcast and everything like that, but um, we'll start with Friday against the Lakers. Um, first and foremost, a high-scoring first half. We allowed 86 points in the first half, and 51 of those points came in the second quarter. And if you were watching that game, and if you've seen games in the past where we've done um, interviews in the middle of the game, uh uh-uh, we got to stop with that. Like, (laughs) the super, all the superstitious bones in me say we cannot keep doing that. Like, we, we... We we do the opposite of going on a run. Like we let the other team go on a run. Anytime there's an interview taking place in the second quarter, I think one time they were talking to a lady from Smoothie King or something. Um, this time they were talking to David Griffin, and I'm telling you, they were talking to him from the very beginning of the second quarter, all the way to the end of the second quarter. And he even mentioned on the broadcast that his plus minus in the quarter was really bad, so he should hop off the mic. And it was like, dude. I realized that at the 10-minute mark in the second quarter. (laughs) Like, things weren't going well from jump in the second quarter. So let's abolish in-game interviews with Griff, Smoothie King, Ibotta, like whoever else. Let's not do that. Um, Zion had 30 points in that game. Brandon Ingram had 22. CJ McCollum had 19. Um, All the starters were in double figures, but the bench gave a whole lot of nothing. But all Lakers starters scored 20 points or more. And that's a big difference maker right there. Um... D'Angelo Russell had 30 points. Austin Reeves, 27 points. Rui Hachimura, 21 points. LeBron James, 21 points. Uh, Anthony Davis, 21 points. Like, they got a whole bunch of nothing from their bench as well, but look what their starters were able to do. Um, And they're not a team that's better than us. Like, yeah, we lost to them in the in-season tournament, and it was an absolutely terrible way to lose, but we saw on New Year's Eve, um, we were able to beat them. And so... We got to see those guys one more time, and unfortunately, it's for the very last game of the season, and that's a very rough stretch uh, of games that we have to play, so not looking forward to <laughs> to that game, but it's only one more time. They're a beatable team, so we'll see what happens with that, but final score for that um, after completely dying in the second quarter, Lakers 139, Pels 122, so moving on to Saturday. Now, we got a back-to-back. Um, we played... This is three games and four nights, which we're going to see a lot. Um, Even coming out of the All-Star break, we're going to see three games and four nights, which is wild. They're like, hey, you guys get a break. You're off for eight days, but now we got to get back to work. (laughs) Like, give the guys, like, a break, man. Gee whiz. Like, I get it. You're coming out the break, but I don't think we need to come out the break going that hard on the schedule. So, anyhow, Saturday at the Blazers, it was an absolute snooze fest. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a game be that boring and also that hectic at the same time. Um, I hated it. It was just not like these last three games that I'm getting ready to talk about. Like they were weird. They were really weird. Um, There was bad basketball being played by both teams, but Trey Murphy led scoring against the Blazers. Um, He had 24 points. The final score was Pels 93, Blazers 84. Um, And there wasn't much to say about this game. There was no Zion. Um, Shout out to my guy, Everett Cooper. He has been traveling from Seattle to Portland to see the Pelicans play for I don't know how long now, and he still hasn't seen Zion play. Like this whole time, he still hasn't seen him play. So I feel feel for him in that scenario. Um, No Dyson Daniels in this game either. We found out that he is out indefinitely with a lateral meniscus injury, which is the same injury that Trey had. And um, that's, I, I hate that. That's that's the tough blow for uh, a 20-year-old who's in his second uh, season 
in the NBA, right? So, um, I don't. What's indefinitely? Is it three weeks? Is it six weeks? Is it longer? Um, Trey missed. Uh, when did Trey play his first game? I think he played his first game December first against the Spurs, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he missed a month and some change of like actual NBA play. Dyson could be back for the postseason, I guess. We'll say that. Um, at this point, we have two months left in the actual season because that last game against the Lakers, I think, is April 14th. So we have two months left in the actual season. It's going to be close. And even then, um, you know, he'll probably be on some sort of minute restriction or something like that. But we get to the postseason, we shouldn't have to worry about, you know, playing back-to-backs and things of that nature. So moving on to Monday against the Grizzlies, um, who doesn't feel safe with a 25-point lead? And the answer to that question is the New Orleans Pelicans. That's who. Uh, they got off to a rough start, and eventually they blew the game open. But the next thing you know, all of a sudden, the lead's down to seven points. And why do we keep doing this? I have no idea. But And it was against the depleted Grizzlies um, nonetheless. So we keep showing signs of being unserious, but they are still winning these games, even though they're blowing these leads. Because early in the season, we blow the lead, we lose the game, whatever have you. But, of course, it is still worrisome that they're blowing these leads. And I don't really know how to fix that. Um, luckily it's not my job to figure that out. (laughs) I'll let somebody else figure it out. But, um, it's just important to acknowledge that we're winning despite all these challenges that we keep having to face. So the final score for that game was 96, uh, for the Pelicans. Uh, the Grizzlies had 87. So that's consecutive games where the Pels scored under a hundred points. Um, but also held their opponent under 90 points. Um, it's weird, but the wins show up in the the win column all the same. The same way with the losses. Um, there's no asterisk. It's whatever. We won. Um, and then moving on to Wednesday against the Wizards is yet another ugly game. This is three ugly games in a row. Three games we expected to win, but they were just like, make it sexy, man. Let's start blasting teams again. Let's start blowing teams out. Let's do what we did to the Kings. Let's do what we did to uh, the Warriors. Like, I want to see a little bit more of that. And it's like... For a while in this season, I just like straight up wasn't having fun, you know, and, it, and it, I'm having more fun now. But some of these games are just like kind of boring. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> give me a show. But and you don't have to keep it interesting either to give me a show. You don't have to keep it close. But again, we winning, man. Like I, I can't I can't really complain all that much personally. Um, where was I? This game against the Wizards, uh, it was played out very similarly to the uh, to the Grizzlies game. Um, we lost the lead this time, though. We were up by 20, and we actually lost the lead at some point in this game, and we ended up down by six, um, which is only two possessions, but still, that's another 20-point lead that was blown, and it needs to be addressed. It needs to be handled. How do they fix this? Again, I don't know. I'm going to let somebody who gets paid figure that out. Go ahead and figure that out. So we let Denny Avdia who averages like around 13 points a game or something. Previous career high was 25 points. We let this dude go for 43 points, and he had 15 rebounds, five of which were offensive rebounds. Um, He just was going nuts. He was going nuts against us, and we were kind of just letting him do his thing. We were letting him cook, and it's like, bro, I almost want to say, who is this guy? But, like, I'm familiar with Denny. I I know of Denny. and he, I don't know if he just was kind of given the green light because Kyle Kuzma was out or what, but 
he shouldn't have scored 43 points against us. I'll tell you that much. But the Wizards had four other guys in double figures also. But on the Pelicans' end, we had a monster game from Zion with 36 points, eight rebounds. Uh, I'm sorry, eight assists and six rebounds. Um, 18 points for Brandon Ingram. He also had eight assists. C.J. McCollum had 26 points, and he had six assists. So good things are happening for the team when these guys get five or more assists. I think I'm not sure there has been a game yet this season where each of our big three has had five or more assists, and we lost the game. I think we always win when that happens, so that's a really good stat. It's a neat stat to, to pay attention to. But this game was not a Jonas game. Like He only played 15 minutes, and we relied heavily on Larry throughout this game. So we got Larry playing the five. We had some where Zion was in there playing the five. Um, we, I guess they went small, so we went small. I'm not really sure, but I feel like this was a game where Zion should have absolutely been cooking, but JV also should have been cooking. So um, we know uh, Cody Zeller was out. We know Jeremiah Robinson Earl's not going to get any run. EJ Liddell got called back up from the G League, but he's not going to get any run either. So we just got Larry. And so that's one of those things that probably at the trade deadline you would have liked for them to address. Um, and they brought Carlo Makovic over from overseas. Um, but there's been no news. Like, he's been he's been seen in New Orleans. He was at the game um, not that long ago. But there's no, like, official news on what's going on with him. Like, is he... Is someone getting converted to a regular contract so he can get a two-way? Or is he getting a regular contract? Or... Don't really know what's happening with that. But he does have a familiarity with the team, with the roster and everything. This um, He has played two summer leagues with us and, you know, gone through training camp and everything with us, I'm pretty sure. So um, I'm not sure how much more familiar he would need to get with, like, James Borrego's offensive system, things like that. Um, but I feel that this season, the type of season that Carlo had been having overseas, maybe we could benefit from a few minutes from him. I mean, he's definitely more athletic than Cody Zeller. Um, I, he's, it's probably safe to say he's better than JRE and, uh, EJ as well, but we won't really know until we see him in actual NBA action. He hasn't played a single actual NBA game yet. So not saying that Carlo's going to come and save our woes as far as like the big room goes, but clearly Willie doesn't have any sort of trust or faith in Jeremiah or EJ. So I would like to see, and, and Cody too. I mean, Cody, he can get out there on occasion, but still, even if he had been healthy last night, I don't think that he would have played. So um, I would like for us to have some sort of backup that Willie trusts in. So if we need a bigger body, if we need another seven footer out there or 6'11 or however tall he is, um, if we need that body, we can put them out there. So we need somebody that we trust out there. So final score for that. Pelicans 133, Wizards 126. A win is a win is a win is a win. It's ugly, but we got it. Um, one thing that I want to note is that up to this point in the season, what is this? We played 55 games. We're 33 and 22. Pelicans have missed a collective, like, 140 games missed due to injury, like, throughout all the guys. At a certain point, I was counting, like, like religiously keeping track of this number, but now I'm tapping out. Like, there's just too many different, <laughs> it's too many moving parts. Um, but I will note that our big three, I would say, I think Zion's only missed 11 or 12 games. Um, and that's due to some back-to-backs. It's due to a little bit of soreness with the foot and things like that. Um, Brandon Ingram maybe missed four. And CJ missed, like, 14 because he had the lung situation. So that kept him out for a little while. Um Matt Ryan, of course, missed the most games because he had, you know, some soreness. And then all of a sudden he had a whole surgery. 
but all together out of everybody, out of the big three, out of Trey missing 25 or so games, um, Jose, Najee, um, Larry, uh, overall, at least 140 games missed, uh, due to injury. So that's important to note that even with that, and even with my Pelicans, uh, two weeks counter being at eight, they're 33 and 22 through 55 games. Um, in this last set that we're in right now of games 51 through 55, we're four and one. I think we've won, I don't know, like seven of our last eight or something. We win four, lose one, win three more. Like we're, we're, we're doing good. Um, Looking around the league, there's only three games tonight, and these things, these games won't really impact the standings or anything. But um, it's Bucks at Grizzlies uh, on TNT. <laughs> wow, um, Warriors at Jazz, and then Wolves at Blazers. So I'm gonna read off the uh, the Eastern and Western Conference standings to you guys really quickly. Uh, the Boston Celtics are they have a six game lead on the rest of the Eastern Conference. They're 43 and 12. Um, Cleveland. The Cleveland Cavaliers, you guys, they're 9-1 in the last 10 games. They have been, no one's really been talking about this. Like, I've seen a couple people online say, how come no one's talking about this? But I haven't seen anybody in Pell's Twitter, for sure, talking about this. So we're not really paying attention to the Eastern Conference that much. But Cleveland Cavs, 36-17. and 17. They're six games behind the first seed. Milwaukee's two games behind them at 35-20. and 20. Um, They're 4-6 and six in their last 10 games in Milwaukee. I don't know. What's up with them? Um, I don't trust them. I don't believe in them. So they, are, I feel, are still a team that could mess around and lose to Miami in the first round. I think they're the same. <clears throat> so good luck to them, I guess. <laughs> New York Knicks, 33-22. and 22. They're in the fourth seed. The fifth seed is Philadelphia 76ers. They're 32-22. and 22. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games. They're without Joel Embiid for, I think, an indefinite amount of time. Um, I think he has a uh, meniscus injury as well, so that is a really tough blow for them. Um, in the game he got injured, he probably shouldn't have even been playing. Like He looked hurt, and he looked tired, and then someone fell on his knee, and so now he's out. So that sucks. Um, speedy recovery to him. Uh, number six, Indiana Pacers, 31-25. and 25. The Miami Heat are at seven. The Orlando Magic are at eight. They have the same record uh, as the Heat. Chicago Bulls are at 9, and the Atlanta Hawks are at 10. Um, the Nets are just outside of the play-in. They are two and a half games behind the Hawks. I don't believe in the Nets either. I don't think anybody does. Um, they just have a very weird collection of people over there. It's just a bunch of random wings and stuff. Um, yeah, don't know about that. And also with the Nets, they just lost Spencer Dinwiddie. He's going to the Lakers. Okay, cool. I don't think that that's really moving the needle, but I won't wish them good luck. <laughs> In the Western Conference, Minnesota Timberwolves are 38-16. and 16. They have a game lead on Oklahoma City Thunder, who are second. The Clippers are half a game behind them in the third seed. Denver Nuggets at four. Um, the Phoenix Suns are at five. The Pelicans are at six. Suns and the Pelicans have the same record, 33-22, and 22, but the Suns have the head-to-head tiebreaker right now, so... They're on top of us, despite us having the same exact record, same win percentage, whatever have you. They are on top. Um, Dallas Mavericks are creeping up there. One game behind us. They're on a six-game win streak at the moment. A game and a half behind them and the eighth seed is the Sacramento Kings. Two games behind them is the Los Angeles Lakers at number nine. And two games behind them is Golden State. 
and they've got a one and a half game lead on Utah. Um, who has lost their last three. And so, and then Utah's playing, who did I say they're playing tonight? They're playing the Warriors, um, which that game could go either way, to be honest. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But that's it. That is it for pre-All-Star break NBA right now. Um, on All-Star weekend, Jordan Hawkins is going to be playing in the Rising Stars game. Last year, we saw Jose and Trey playing in there. And uh, Jose's team beat Trey's team. They went on to the final and Jose hit the game winner in the final game. He ended up getting the MVP. That was super fun to watch. Um, hopefully, we can have a similar experience for Jordan Hawkins. Um, I'm looking for a Quentin Grimes type of like uh, performance from him. If I remember correctly, Quentin Grimes was out there just like plucking threes all night in a Rise of Stars games. So that was really fun to watch, and I would love to see that for Jordan. That would be super, super exciting. So... Um, that's all I got. I hope you guys tune in to watch that and support Jordan. Dyson was supposed to be in the Rising Stars Challenge, but unfortunately he's not going to be able to because he's injured. So <sighs> hopefully he'll be back soon. That makes me sad, man. We we were doing really good. The injury report had been pretty empty for the most part. You know, a couple guys questionable here, there might miss one game or whatever, but that's the first real injury that we've had in a while. And it sucks that it's one of our best defensive guys, even though even with our best defensive guys out there, we're still letting... Like, teams just do whatever they want to do. I don't really know what's up with our defense lately. But all in all, this is one of the best starts the team has had through 55 games in the history of the franchise. They definitely haven't had a start like this since they've rebranded to the Pelicans. Um, they were this good back in 2008 or something, but we've never seen the New Orleans Pelicans have this kind of record. So there are some things to celebrate here. And, of course, they're not perfect. No team's perfect. Um, we, I've seen the Wolves out here getting beat by who knows who, but they've been on top of the standings all year long. It just happens on any night, any team can win. So anyhow, that's all I got for you guys. Um, I will not have an episode on Monday. I'll be back on Tuesday, hopefully with an episode or maybe, maybe not. I don't know. There's no Pelicans for me to talk about. I don't think so. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll take next week off. I deserve it. I work hard, right? <laughs> If you guys made it this far into the episode, I appreciate it. This has been one more episode of Pels and Whistles. I've been your host, Rel Myers. I'll see you guys. Uh, I'll see you after the break. I'll say that. That's the official word. I'll see you after the break. You guys take care, and I'll see you then. <laughs>